All right. Welcome to Fast Cars, Fast Girls. We are your IndyCar experience. And we've got another special guest with us this week. I thought um, you were going to introduce them like we did the Swedes. And now we're your Nigel experience. Oh, okay. So today we are, we actually we're the Be Cool Nigel experience. That's true. So we have got Nigel and I should have asked this before we started recording. How exactly do you pronounce your last name? Uh, it's Matthias. Matthias, okay, that's yep. what I thought, but, but yeah. So, you are an engineer <laughs> on the Aero uh, McLaren SP racing team. Um, so, why don't you kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit of what you do, and then we'll ask you some fun questions. All right. Um, well, I am the systems engineer for the seven car. Um, my main priority is to make sure that all of the um, electronics are working on the car um, and that all of the data is coming off the car correctly, like all the, the calibrations are correct for all the sensors. Um, just making sure that that data is um, is making sense, like we don't have any, any weird or, or wrong values in there. Um, and then I'd work on, on the the dash layout for the driver and all sorts of uh, driver tools in the cockpit. Um, and then just help the, the race engineer and the performance engineer with um, whatever they need help with. And then um, help our, our wiring guy and the other system engineer. We've, we've rebuilt our timing stands and, and making sure that all, all the equipment on timing stand is working. Um, and then uh just uh, making sure that that everything on the car is correct. So those are my my two big big jobs for race weekends. And then at the shop, we we work on all sorts of different tools like uh, time and scoring tools and and driver performance analytics and and just anything we can help out with to help move the driver and the program forward. That's super awesome. How in the world did you get started doing this? So what kind of led you to being the systems engineer? That's right. I wrote it down. Uh, for Aaron McLaren SP Racing? Um, well, if we want to start way back in, in my childhood, I guess. Um, sure. Let's go all uh, the way back. All the way back. Um, <laughs> so my dad raced in the SCCA, um, mostly in mid-Ohio, um, but he would bring me to the racetrack uh, as, a, as a small kid. And then um, when I was five years old, um, he got me a quarter midget. And so we we started out with that. And, and um, I don't know, by the time I was eight, I think my dad stopped racing, um, and then it was pretty much full time for me. Like we were, we were racing forty to fifty to times a year. So we do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, most weekends through the summer, and and a couple weekends in the winter in the in an indoor series. And um, I, my love for racing just grew from there. And um, I I stopped racing quarter midgets when I was fourteen or so, and started with go karts and did go karts for a few years. Um, but then the engineering path really started uh, when I went to college. Uh, I went to IPUI and did the, the motorsports engineering program there. Um, and I was Very fortunate cool. enough to have um, a professor that used to work for um, Sam and Rick at Schmidt-Peterson. Um, and my senior year, um, the team was looking for um, an intern at the time. And uh, that professor put my name in a in a hat of a couple people that um, got interviews at the team and I was fortunate enough to to get the job actually three years ago 
um, a couple weeks ago. So it was just before St. Petersburg in 2017 when I started. Um, that I've just kind of progressed through the, the team a little bit and, and ended up in the role that I'm in now. Okay, that is really, really awesome. Um, no, that's that's a really cool story to hear. A, the racing background, and then B, doing the motorsports engineering program at IUPY because, you know, we've we've had a few people who are, are in that program and talked a lot, but that's really interesting. So... Yeah, that's that's very cool. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, that's great. It's almost like all these different pieces of your life kind of dovetailed to to put you where you are today. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I didn't know your dad raced in the SECA. He didn't mention that. Yeah, yeah he he'd had um, an ITB um, Volkswagen Rabbit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Rabbit. That's super awesome. Now, were you mathematically kind of inclined and that's why you went into engineering or was it more of you always wanted to be a part of racing and like it was a kind of choose a career path and you're like, well, I can do it engineering. Um, I've always been fairly good at math. Um, and I, I knew from from being a little kid that I wanted to be involved in, in racing in some manner. Um, mm-hmm. I think that as a as a dream as a small child I wanted to be a driver but that um quickly went away when I grew to be six foot two that doesn't um doesn't really work out for a a driver and then also the the monetary aspect of it but that's a Mm -hmm. story for another day but um um yeah so I figured the the next best way for me to be as involved as possible was to to go into the engineering side of it and that's always been um uh a big dream of mine too is um just just the engineering side of, of of racing is really interesting to me and and it's always progressing and I'm always learning every day and, and it's a, a new challenge every day so um I think the engineering side of it's a super rewarding job as well absolutely um I've I've often used this analogy um but when I was young our school went to like this you know fake space shuttle kind of thing and um and you got to experience what it was like to go up and half the class would go in and half the class would be mission control and so I always say you know some people are astronauts and some people are mission control and um and they're both really cool absolutely <laughs> I'm a person. They're, both, they're both super important to yeah to make yeah. this job happen too so. yeah I would say I'm always um, like a mission control person. I, I did mission control first and I was upset because I wanted to go into the astronaut thing. And then I had such a blast that I didn't want to switch stations. I was like, no, I'll stay here. Somebody else can stay in the space shuttle. You <laughs> wanted to be mission that. control for other reasons. I do like to be in control. That is, that is <laughs> fact. Well, and they let me be like the lead person of the room. So I was like, I'm not giving up this, this power. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, no, you're right. Nigel, they are both very important. And, um, you know, especially when you look at all the the little, you know, all these small changes that they might that we might see on a car have huge engineering implications that are not always small fixes for you guys. Yeah, yeah the the for sure, and one of the big things now is the the new aero screen that brings a, mm-hmm. a huge engineering challenge, right? You're you're adding sixty pounds to the car that's up high, and 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 none of that's really friendly to. Um, helping the the race car go around but but it it gives everyone on the team a a whole new challenge a whole new perspective absolutely go for it 
All I'm right. Take a breath. So, um, right. Um, so when you were growing up, obviously you were involved in racing and around it and all that. Who was your favorite race car driver when you were growing up? Oh man. Um, Ryan Newman was my, um, my okay. hero at the time. And, and it's kind of a funny story. It's, it's the little kid in me. Um, so Ryan Newman went to Purdue and was a engineering student there. Uh, so, yeah, he, he's he a Hoosier. And, yeah, yep, yep. And so he went he went to Purdue, and and little I don't know eight year old me was like, oh, I'm gonna go to Purdue. I'm gonna get an engineering degree, and I'm gonna sit in the same seat that Ryan Newman sat in. Because right when I was in second grade, you had your assigned seat that you sat in at every class. Totally and you were forced to sit there. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Purdue, and I'm gonna sit in the same seat that Ryan Newman sat in. <laughs> <laughs> that's so from there I, I yeah i was just inspired by him going in engineering and then and going on and racing in the cup series so yeah i would have to say ryan newman was my guy growing up very that's nice awesome. that's really super cool that, that that you know this part of kind of inspired you to go into that engineering um everything else that is oh that's so cute all right well that's he's the such best a story guy. ever well that too he's such a great guy yeah yeah um, all right, so now we asked you about your favorite driver. What about your favorite? I'm going to ask this question too. It's a two-parter. Since you've raced cars, <laughs> I guess carts and, and quarter midgets, uh, what was your favorite? Do you recall? Do you know what your favorite one was to race when you were racing? Um, I really like the um, quarter midget track actually here in Indianapolis at the the fairgrounds. It's called uh, Mini Indy. Um, oh, that was definitely the the track where we went the fastest had the biggest banking and and i think i had one of my um my best wins there i went from fourth to first on the on the last lap of a pretty big regional race so i think uh the, the track here was was always pretty fun and and i always was pretty successful here so I, yeah mini indy here in indianapolis okay so wait a minute how many races did you win as a driver do you know oh man um, come on i have no idea um <laughs> A lot, but it, <laughs> I don't know. We raced 50 times a year, so well. Oh my gosh! And and when I was growing up, all the kids in the Midwest were were really good. Like um, a couple of names that we always were like Eric Jones and and uh, Ryan Blaney and Alex Bowman. They're all running on Sunday now in NASCAR. So it, I I grew up with kids that are were really fast and uh, had a, a good opportunity to race with a lot of a lot of the young kids in NASCAR now. That's awesome. Very, very cool. All right. So mini Indy, Indy, mini, mini Indy. Mm. Mini Indy. Yeah. Mini Indy, your favorite track to race on when you were racing, but, and we always say, go ahead and just take the Indianapolis motor speedway off the list. Cause well, it's the best. Yeah. But what about the, uh, <laughs> the tracks and the currents or the, how about any of the tracks that you've worked with the team on? Um, what would be your favorite track? Um, I'm a little bit partial to mid Ohio just cause I, oh, sure, I, yeah. I grew up going there. Um, so that one's always fun for me. Um, but I really like, I like going to road America. I love mm -hmm. that part of Wisconsin. I love the fan atmosphere there. Um, it's just a really fast, really cool track. High commitment corners. Um, and it's, it's really, I think it's really good for the fans. They've got good, um, paddock access. There's, almost always something on the track. I think they go no more than 10 or 15 minutes without cars on the track other than the lunch break for the corner workers. But there's always, they always put on a good show up there. 
Um, and you then did, I really do like um, going to Toronto too because I like staying in the city in Toronto. I think Toronto's a really cool city, and and um, that's a that's a fun one too for me. I look forward to being able to go there someday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's all right. The, the border's closed for everybody right now, so I don't feel like such there a parade. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to say we are practicing social distancing during this interview, so it's fine, everyone. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we are in separate homes. That's why Molly was like, I can hear you breathe. Um, or I heard well, you I take meant, a breath. Yeah. No, yeah, no, <laughs> you heard creepy. that I was about to say something. I yeah. can hear you breathe uh, right now. <laughs> yeah, the call is coming from inside the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so we're all on Skype. Um, separate from each other, except for mm-hmm. Nigel and, and his wife, Jocelyn, who are together. Um, which, for those of you who who might have heard us mention Nigel on different podcasts, because um, we reference you quite quite frequently. Um, I'm so sure this super is, happy about that. Yeah. Yep. So this is Nigel. We became friends with his wife last May, and um, he... So, is probably less enthused about that than we are because um, Nigel's <laughs> kind of likes to just come to work, do his thing and, and not have Molly and I screaming at him from pit lane at every race, but we do it anyway. Waving because, at him and making him yep. really Nigel yeah. <laughs> Right. And this was one of the three big weddings that we talked about at the end of the season. So there were this two drivers that got married one. and this one we said was the most important one to us. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, I imagine you went to mid Ohio all the time since, cause you grew up in Ohio. So that wouldn't have been too far of a drive. Yep. Yeah. Mid Ohio is like about 45, 50 minutes from my parents' house. So that oh, was our, good. our main track that we went, or at least when my dad was racing, that was where we went all the time. Yeah. I love, I mean, we love mid Ohio. It's <sighs> such too. a good track. So now did you camp out with the rest of the crew this year at mid Ohio? Um, I didn't camp out with them, but um, I went over and, and had some burgers and some beers a couple of the nights with them. Um, I want to I want to camp more this year. I, I think it would makes a, a more fun experience at the racetrack, but it's also nice to get back to the hotel and and take a shower <laughs> at the end <laughs> of the day. So yeah, ha- yeah, have air air conditioning and, I, and I, it's I, it's nice to get away from the track for a little bit too, but. You know, I, I, I do enjoy that. camping at the track as well. I think somehow he, he, Nigel, I think you scheduled it somehow that you were leaving probably about the time that we were coming around to the team. Um, we're going to have to figure out yeah. who tipped you off. Yeah, because we stopped by pretty much every day and we did not run into you. <laughs> I'm sneaky yeah. like that. You are. Yeah, you, you were very sneaky. Of course, we're not very stealth at all. We're in a golf cart with a giant inflatable flamingo on yeah. it. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the yeah most effective cowbell ever. Yeah, so definitely. if you either want to find us or want to stay the hell away from us, <laughs> it works Look as a warning. Flamingo. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> so, um, so Nigel, what do you guys do on the engineering side of things in the quote unquote off season? You know, because I know it's not like you guys aren't working and aren't going to work in the off season. I mean, you're still, still going in and doing a lot of things. So what does that look like from the engineering side? Um, we, well, so if I told you I had to kill you, but, 
Well, there's stuff that won't make me have to re-edit this. (laughs) No super Um, secret. Yeah, so uh, this offseason was especially different because we we went from the Honda engines to the Chevy engines. So there was a lot of um, getting getting to know new people and getting to get familiar with new tools that um, Chevy and Elmore provide rather than what um, HPD were giving us. Um, But other than that, there's a lot of a lot of shaker testing, a lot of um, simulation prep, um, four weeks or whatever of off season. I'm, I will wow. continue to to develop more tools to to hopefully make um, the race weekends um, more efficient. And especially if if they do add or push back races and, and we go back to back to back or whatever, um, we'll want to have these tools that we can operate in our week to week basis as efficient as possible. So probably just spend some time, um, uh, updating a lot of the tools that I work with. And yeah, um, you got four more weeks to like really get your guys' stuff, like just dialed in and ready to go. So yeah, so we're, we're hoping to make the most of these, these next couple weeks and, and hopefully, um, get yeah. ahead of the competition, really hit the ground running when, when we hopefully hit the track at, um, at Indy. Oh my gosh. What a, Oh, that just seems weird that everything's going to start at Indy now. Like that, not with the 500, but the GP, like, oh my, May is the start of the season. And that's a hectic month for you all. Yeah, it's, um, it'll be interesting how it all folds out. It's, um, it's nice to have the first couple races to figure everything out before you, you go do the most important ones at the Speedway. But uh, now it's just going to make sure everyone's going to have to make sure that they're on their game and, and everything's right. Cause we've got what, two days at the GP and then it's, it's time to play for the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Definitely not as much time in, in car time as, as most people would prefer to have before that. Yeah, race. for sure. <laughs> Anybody wants. Oh gosh. Uh, oh, and that's, and cause you're the. Okay. Wait, Ollie's in the seven, right? Yep. Yeah. That's correct. Okay. I was like, wait, so you guys also have to do the rookie stuff too. My goodness, it's going to be hopping for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll have to make sure we pass our ROP <laughs> before we do anything else at the speedway. Oh yeah. Mm. Now. Now. Oh, yep. Go for it. I was just going to jump in and say, just so you know, um, something that we were going to do had we seen Oliver in person again, because um, I told him this at the at the car unveiling event. Um. I I want him to call Tim Big Sexy, and so I'm just going to keep pushing this as the season goes, so if you want to jump on board with that. All right. I feel like this is going to be a thing. We actually, like, I, that, we can make sure, so we just have to make sure they're not branded, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. We I were given the player on shirts. I want just a Big Sexy it. t-shirt. Oh, don't worry. You're on the list. <laughs> No, you you can definitely have a big sexy T-shirt. Now I, I'm I'll ask this and feel free to answer it in a diplomatic way. But I know from like my I, and I enjoy my coworkers, but like we don't travel on the road together for like races back to back to back to back. Does it is it hard to kind of just see the same people and and travel with the same people, or do you guys kind of have? Is it enough that you guys kind of just are like, well, we gotta just all work together as a team. Yeah, I think um, it's important to to understand that we're all there to bring the program forward, and um, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of like uh, 
a brotherhood really and and we're all we all know that okay we're 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 stuck traveling together and and I don't want to say stuck in a bad way but yeah we're we spend more time with each other than we do at our homes with our families during the season um so it's it's just it's important to have that that friendship and that um like companionship with your coworkers and and to build good relationship with them and and um just try to always have a, a good time together. And I think that um, we all, at least um, at, our, at our team, it, it seems to be going fairly well. And um, we, um, yeah, it, it's, I, I guess I don't know what to say here, but. Here no, that was, yeah, that, that was no, perfect. That, no, that was absolutely perfect. My goodness. No, you're good. Yeah. You're good. So that's great. It's kind of like a family. You guys have a camaraderie together. Yeah, right. It's, I think it's important to have that that camaraderie, yeah. or, or it can be a really long, dragging season if if you're not getting along with all your coworkers, right? If you get if you get sick of these people around you, you're gonna probably not do your job to the best of your ability, and and it, and one person can can really bring the whole team down. So it's important for everyone to work together in that aspect. Absolutely. So we. We've noticed that the drivers sometimes will play pranks on each other because, you know, everybody's kind of the same play. Do you guys perhaps do light, light pranks? Obviously nothing inappropriate um, amongst like the crew or you guys have like fun things that you will do just to kind of keep that camaraderie up as you guys are traveling along? Or any, you know, little bits of hazing for a new guy. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to yeah, go there. I'd say, but... yeah, there... There's there's some some light hazing. It's all it's all in good fun. No mm-hmm. nothing nothing really bad at all. But yeah, it's and and it's I don't know if there's a lot of prank playing or or not. But it, there's a lot of like um like banter with each other, like um like just uh, making fun of each other, all in all in good fun. And 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 you just have to take everything with a grain of salt. And know know that everyone's just joking around. But yeah, there's definitely some some light banter and, and, and a little bit of, um, I don't, I don't want to call it mocking, but, but, um, teasing. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like teasing. Yeah. Teasing. Totally. Yeah, we yeah. Tease each other. No, I get that. Yeah. My, uh, my very first waitress job, somebody did this to me and then I did it to everybody that I, that I trained to be a waitress or a, yeah, a waiter or waitress. Um, cause it was so funny. So for people who have never seen like an industrial coffee maker, and I've never used one. Um, there's the little knob, you know, for hot water. And so my my trainer was like, oh, the last thing you need to do your side work is drain the hot water from the coffee machine. Oh, my God. Now, I actually didn't fall for it because I'm not an idiot. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't drain. Like, it's hooked up to, to, to a water line. But <laughs> for people that think that it's just full, because, um, like, iced tea is always in a container. It's not hooked up to a water line. Like, you make it in a big container. And then so at the end of the day, somebody does have to actually drain that and empty it. So you'd have them drain the iced tea and they'd be like, oh, and drain the hot water. Um, just to see how many pitchers of hot water they would fill up before they figured it out. <laughs> And it's like, that's just, that's just a little teasing. I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, everybody does it to somebody and you get a little chuckle, but yeah, it's no harm there. Just a, just a fun little tease. Yeah. There, there's a, I've never seen this one happen, but uh, there's always mm-hmm. been a, a story um, that, that our manager likes to tell us that um, when there was a new guy, they, they get to the racetrack and, and 
the manager walks up to the new guy and he's like, "Oh no, we we forgot our our long wait. Can you go? Can you go run down to Andretti and ask him for a long wait?" So, so the kid runs down there and 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 runs up to the guys at Andretti. Hey, do you, hey, do you guys have a long wait? And they're like, "Oh yeah, let me go check." And then ten minutes later, they come back out. Oh no, we don't have our long wait. Um, try running down to the next trailer. And, and the kid goes down to the next trailer and. Oh um, my God! Hey, hey, do you guys have a long wait? Like, oh yeah, let me let me go check. And and after like an hour of this kid running around, he goes, "Hey, what are you doing?" He's like, <laughs> and then so they finally had to go home, let him know that they were just jacking with him that he was waiting oh. for a, a long wait. <laughs> oh, it was a pun at the end. I love that more than anything else. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> okay, that's great. That's fantastic. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I enjoy that so much. Yeah. There, uh, yeah. I was like, there. I have some some nurse hazing stories, but I'm not telling them on the air. No. But I'll tell them afterwards because they're very funny. Um. Ooh. Before we like wrap up, because we're going to have some fun questions with you, Nigel, because we want people to get to know, be cool, Nigel. Uh, (laughs) What is your favorite memory so far of, of working in the IndyCar series? Um, I think probably our, either the, the win at Long Beach or the win at, at Iowa with both with, um, Hinch. Um, I think the win at Long Beach was really cool just because that's such a a special one to win. Lots of Mm. fans, lots of sponsors. And that was my second ever weekend with the team. Um, So that was that was pretty cool for sure. That is super cool. That is. Very nice memory. Now, I mean, fingers crossed you have a lot more memories and and great wins and podiums for this um, this season. Also, fingers crossed where we do a season, but we'll leave that for another time. Yep. Okay. Now we're going to just have some fun with you. So, um, <laughs> we already know the answer to this, but for the pe- for the kids at home, um, outside of racing, what is your favorite sport, Nige? Um, I really enjoy hockey. <laughs> and what you is your played hockey, correct? Played hockey, right? I did. I played in middle and high school and um <laughs> one year at IPUI for a club team we were really bad but it was it was good fun I mean bad hey, hockey man. is still better than no hockey that's true and I had a mullet so it was all worth it wait oh yes oh this is fantastic I'm picturing like full-on Danny McBride and east side and down kind of yeah mullet. that's what I'm thinking yeah I the I had the sweet little racing stripes on the side and everything. It was, it was. Oh, a good that's fantastic. Oh um, yeah, I, I need you, pictures. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Uh, is there a professional team that you cheer for for the hockey's? Um, the Columbus Blue Jackets are my team. Like a lot of you, I didn't know that was an NHL team. Yep, they yep. are. <laughs> they're one of the newest teams that. Ah, okay. Um, and um, actually, yeah. Um, Graham Rahal is a huge fan of the Jackets, too. So there's oh, really? a little more IndyCar tidbit. That is a really cool IndyCar tidbit. It is. Have you ever seen him at a game? Um, I don't know that I have. Um, but I, I for sure have seen him post on 
Twitter and Instagram or whatever else with being at games and, and I think he's buddies with some of the players. I mean, obviously now you and he have something to talk about next time. you like, what's up, Graham? How are the blue jackets doing, man? Yeah. <laughs> we like, oh man, I don't know. That's all I have talking. Um, cool. Now, we like to ask this for drivers, but I think like crew and everybody else also has something similar. Like before a race starts, do you have any sort of like routine or kind of last minute things that you know you have to do and it's almost like a good luck for you or is there a song you like to listen to or both um not really um i guess just with the nature of my job i i um just make sure that everything Everything. that i can do to make the car um yeah correct and as as fast as possible i just uh i make sure i get all of that done in the morning and then um i don't know i i don't super like to be on the grid before the race um i kind of i kind of like to just take a minute to myself and make sure i'm in the right mental space um but um i i will go to the to the car just before um if I just make sure everything is, is happy, but yeah, I, I think the grid get it. And I think it's really good that fans are allowed on the grid and, and have that access to the, to the cars. And, um, um, I think it's, I think it's really good for fan engagement, but just personally, yeah, I think it's, um, for me, I, I like to kind of have a little couple minutes to myself. I get that. Yeah, no, that makes that makes complete sense. You're like, hey, not a lot I can do right now. Let me like center, kind of do some woo sawing and get ready to go. Yeah, like get in your yeah, own head. And like once once the car rolls to the grid, there's there's not much else I can do. Like my um my job is not complete, but I I can't do anything else to the car once it leaves the pit box. Um, and then during the race, I can just monitor vitals and and make sure that um we're not having any, any failures on track, but yeah, like once, once the car leaves the pit box, roll to the grid, I'm my, my main job is, is kind of done. It's, it's out there and Mm -hmm. I just hope everything's right. (laughs) That makes complete sense. Oh yeah. No, very cool. Very cool. That's awesome. Well, and I always, um, you saying you didn't want, you don't want to go out on the grid too soon. I always think about like when I play Euchre, I've got a thing where like, I won't pick up my cards until, um, everybody else has no, until the top oh. card's been flipped on the kitty. See, I wait till everybody else. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, like I won't, I will not touch my cards unless they're about to fall off the table. Like I won't pick <laughs> them up. I won't touch them. It's my little oh. thing. Just saying. We both have a thing, and we won a lot of Euchre games, so. There you go. <laughs> Just got to have that thing. It's it's fine. You got to stick with what works. Uh, so, well, very cool. Um, so, what is your favorite part, like, of, I say, of race day? Well, we're trying not to ask race-related questions. I know. So. But then, since we were talking about the grade and everything, do you have a favorite part of race day? Is it those few minutes before, is it, like, Where there's nobody else around? Storm? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is. It is kind of my favorite part. And, and like, um, um, especially like at the 500 when, when they start 
singing back home again in Indiana and, and all the festivities are going on and you look around and there's just hundreds of thousands of people Everywhere. there and, and it's it's a really cool experience to be down on, on the fit box for that. Oh wow, yeah. I can imagine that. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, so were there any other times in your life when you also had a mullet? Was that uh, that no. specific to playing hockey? Was that like a bucket list item? Because I want to come back to why. Um, for sure, it was a bucket list Because you are item. not old enough for mullets to have been cool when you were in college. So yeah. <laughs> this was a pretty bold statement you were making. And I would like to know more about that. Yeah. Um, so it's a big, um, I don't know, hockey hair is a huge uh, culture and a part of the game. And, and it's all... You know, we like we were really we were not a good hockey team. So the best thing we could do was have um, have some good flow and and everyone on the team tried to have some good hair. So I was just um, doing my part to to bring the team forward with um, uh, a mullet there. Um, Yeah, it was something that I've always wanted to do. And 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 I was getting close to graduating. So I figured um, having a mullet in my last season of competitive hockey would was the perfect time because I, I, mean, I don't i don't think i'm going to be able to have a mullet um anytime oh, soon so wait a minute uh, it, i mean it's not, it's not the not most with that uh, attitude yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'm not i'm not sure um <laughs> sam and rick or the sponsors would appreciate me having a mullet yeah you can hide it under a hat is what i'm oh. thinking Jocelyn's going to kill us if we lobby for the mullet to come back. That's uh, true. But if um so we do have Jocelyn and I have a bet if um if the Blue oh. Jackets ever win the Stanley Cup, I'll, I'm allowed to bring the mullet back for a year. Okay. I think that's a good bet. A full year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They must not it. really have any chance. <laughs> <laughs> they've got they've got more of a chance than her team, so it's okay. Oh. oh, at least, at least currently. <laughs> I was like, then some fighting words. <laughs> Remember now, hold on. They are in the same house together. We cannot start another fight over sports again. I know. Oh, but uh, that's hilarious. Um, you know what? Good for your hockey team. That's you. You are like the consummate teammate. What, yeah. Whatever it takes to push the team forward. That's Man, right. Maybe it takes a mullet. You never know. Mullets are magical. It's true. I mean, Joe Dirt had one, so. There you go. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Nigel, what's your favorite movie? Um, that's a tough one. Um, I like Shawshank Redemption a lot. Very and, nice. Uh, I like, um, oh man. Please say Driven. With, what's the one with, um. Jonah Hill and um, Superbad. No. Uh, and um, what's his name? Is it a? Is and it Miles a dr- Teller? And they go to um, and they go to Afghanistan to get <gasps> yes. Oh yes. shoot! Man, I can't think of the name. Movie called. Has uh, Bradley Cooper in it? Yeah, that is such a great movie. Yeah, it really is. Oh, well, here's all our forgetfulness going on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna find that's it. a great movie, whatever it is. 
Josh Cut Lindham tilt. is on the Google Cut. right now. War Dogs. Yeah. There yes. War Dogs is what it's called. such really a great movie. movie. Yeah, that is an awesome mm. movie. Oh, well, and since we're all, you know, like, self-isolating, except for those of us super, super cool people, um, what are you, like, binging a TV show or anything you're trying to, like, binge right now? Um, Jocelyn's making me watch Grey's Anatomy. I'm so sorry. We have a lot to go, but but it seems to be the only thing that our Netflix knows how to play. Well, those Netflixes, they are sometimes tricky. (laughs) Was there, uh, so what's your favorite TV show to watch? Is it Grey's Anatomy? Um, no, my favorite TV show no. is not Grey's Anatomy. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't, we don't have cable, so I don't watch a lot of TV shows. It's just, oh, I mean, Netflix. I, I do um, Netflix. You're in, you're in good company here. Oh, I yeah. Did, no, we, I we did just... binge watch that, um, Formula One Drive to Survive show. Wasn't, wasn't season two just as great as season one? I thought it was really good, yeah. Yeah. I, I think those are re- really well done. They are really they, well done. I'm still they need to do that for an IndyCar. It would be do. cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. Then we would have you on there. If, okay, can we make another bet? If they do an IndyCar version, can you get a mullet for that? Do you think Jocelyn would be cool with that? <laughs> I'm going to say probably not. (laughs) I don't know. Jocelyn seems pretty cool. Jocelyn seems pretty cool. Okay. All right. Let's see. See, the problem is we can't ask you the questions we like to ask other people. Like, who do you think is going to win all the races? Because I feel like you have to say your boy. Well, I think the seven car is going to win every single race this year. There you go. I mean, and the five car is going to finish second in every single race this year. (laughs) I mean, you do have a a hell of a team this year. No, it's going to be a fun. I think they're going to be a fun team. Oh, and I saw that. They are so much fun. I really love both of them. The mission, like the chips and tortillas and everything. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's been an awesome sponsor. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We, yeah, they've, they've, um, I don't know, probably once a week a pallet of tortillas and chips and salsa and uh, more more types of tortillas than I can name like there's just like flour and corn and spinach and carb balance and burrito size and taco size and um (laughs) it's definitely been been great for the quarantine because I can just (laughs) open up my freezer and and pull out some tortillas and make some tacos for dinner (laughs) I'm going to awesome. need you to slip them my address next time they swing by. Don't worry, Abby. I'll split it with you. Um, Thank you. I was like, um... Uh, first of all, don't worry, but like a whole pallet, you say? Oh, yeah. We've, That'll we've last us about have, a week. <laughs> we have like probably 100 tortillas in the freezer. That's, That's fantastic. I'm about to reach out to them, see if they want to donate to uh, some nurses at work. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, because, there you go. Right. Mission, I've got a mission for you. <laughs> mission tortillas. Mission Nurses impossible. love to eat. You can drop off tortillas and salsa anytime. Oh, boy. Oh. Too much. <laughs> oh, so I take it it's you do like tacos and things that are made with tortillas, so that's a good thing. Yes, I think we eat a lot of Mexican food. Especially, the, the I think the team eats a lot of Mexican food, too. Even before we had the... Um, 
mission sponsorship when we were just um spm everyone was like oh it stands for schmidt peterson mexican (laughs) (laughs) we'd always we'd always every every track we went to you'd probably go out to mexican twice or you'd have mexican twice for for lunch on the four days you were there that's fantastic now were there four days during like we talk, I'm sorry, are we talking race weekend or? Yeah, race weekend. Okay. I was like, wait, four days. I was trying to do the math there. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Molly and I both uh, both usually get Mexican at least once on a race weekend. I thought you were going to say every day. but I mean, we get it all the time. <laughs> it's fine. I don't have a problem with chips and salsa. Yeah, no, not at all. I no, love it. No, not at all. Like, Nachos I've got... are my favorite food. <laughs> Nachos are your favorite food. Oh. <laughs> Nigel, have you ever? Um, oh. <laughs> Why well, you gotta go there? Have you ever eaten a large plate of nachos before running a 5K? In the um, heat of. I, I, I've never run a 5K, so. <laughs> no, Good no, for you. I've, I've never eaten nachos before running a 5K. You I can imagine it wouldn't go very well. It, it, it didn't. Doesn't. It was in the heat of Florida. <laughs> well, and and we had been drinking all day, although you had slowed down and switched to water at some point. Yeah, like right before we left. We yeah, it was it was not enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was I get a text from Molly one minute prior to the start of the event that says the nachos were a bad choice. I regret everything. I did. I was like, oh, this is going to be a rough race. And then she texts me multiple times throughout. My favorite text was, just got passed by the guy in the wheelchair. (laughs) To which you responded, oh, he just crossed the finish line. To which you responded with a giant middle finger. I believe that's uh, also how I responded when you guys all cheered for me as I crossed the finish line. (laughs) Yes, it is. And then I threw Um. up again. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, <clears throat> we should probably wrap it up. And let you guys go, but since we know Jocelyn's right next to you, um, Jocelyn, <laughs> what is hey? Um, so, other than the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, what is your favorite track on the schedule? Um, well, I haven't been to a ton of them yet, but I'm probably with Nigel that Road America is probably one of my faves, and Mid Ohio. Honestly, Mid Ohio is really great too. Like, nice. just those big tracks, but probably, yeah, probably Road America. Yeah, it is a great track. Is it and both those, yeah, both those tracks are just very fan-friendly as well. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of good times and good memories of both those tracks. Well, <laughs> and, and is our custom, by the way, when we interview people, um, we like to give the people who we interview kind of the last word because either we've forgotten to ask them something or there's something they really want to say. So I think we'll ask both of you and please do remember for the sake of your marriage, you're going to be quarantined in the same house for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Any final words, anything you want to let the people at home listening to this know? Um, We should, we should probably give a shout out to our friends, Kim and John, because they listen to the Kim, especially listens to your podcast. So we we want to please give them a shout out. Yes. Thanks, Kim and John. Thanks for the download, guys. Oh. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, 
What do you want to give a shout out to maybe your McLaren SP, right? Parents? Heck yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, our parents. Yeah. Shout out. (laughs) Shout out to the parents. There you go. And uh, I guess a big shout out to all the fans that are probably missing racing right now and are sticking with us through this very fluid situation and and hopefully we can bring everyone a good show once um we can start running again perfection nigel excellent (laughs) excellent well guys thank you so much for joining us for those of you at home um in addition to kim and john um if you want to find any information on our podcast you can go to our website at www.fastcarsfastgirls.com Um, You can link to all of our social media from there. We have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, You can download episodes and subscribe right from there. We're also found on every podcast hosting app known to man. Um, So, again, that's www.fastcarsfastgirls.com. Is there a becoolnigel.com yet? Oh, man, there should be. (laughs) There really should be. I'd pay for that. Now I will. Right? I'm like, it's only like 10 bucks a year to have a domain. It's not not that much. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, also remember to wash your hands and don't touch your face. Yes. And if you have, if you're sick, stay at home. Um, Flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. I'm working in hospitals. And, uh, yeah, we we can't handle everybody being sick at once. It's just a fact. So, ooh, also, I want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite um, race teams that, um, not an IndyCar team, but... Ajax Racing because I received my official uh, team shirt you this get the week. Shirt? Well, there yep, you go. And a sticker and it's awesome and I'm so excited about it. So big shout out to Alex and Jackson. We appreciate you guys. And um, now that Aunt Tammy's out of uh, isolation, she can <laughs> bring you guys our stickers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now that yeah. I don't have COVID. Right. One of our friends that we were with in Florida because we just stayed. Can't we wait. were like, well, we we already brought the tickets, but yeah. Yeah. She, she she got tested and we were all just kind of like waiting around, just hoping after we had spent, you know, five days with her. We're like, oh, we all really hope she's negative. She was. She was. All right. So. We, we need to stop this. We do. All right. Well, you guys, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.